Welcome to episode 57 of the Rest of Summer Mindset Podcast. I'm your host, Cody Wright. And today's episode, we're going to be doing a guest show with a current Coast Guard Helicopter Rescue Swimmer who I happen to go through my airman program with, and he was in my baby class. He went on to graduate from swimmer school, and he was stationed in Miami. And then he spent a little bit of time in Air Station Clearwater before he transferred to Air Station Jacksonville, where he's currently at, which is a non-operational unit. So we'll get into that, kind of what he's up to now. And I mean, we cover it all basically like his career up to now. So we cover a couple of his SAR cases, including a down aviator and his training and kind of what he's up to in the meantime, training other students for elite military jobs. So get ready for this one. Before we get into it, as always, go leave a rating and review on the Apple podcast page. If you enjoy the podcast, five stars. I don't need to say it again. You guys know those five star and reviews help kind of spread the awareness of the show. It helps out with the app, the algorithm for Apple and all that stuff. So go do it. If you enjoy the show, it'd be really helpful and much appreciated. If you need some workout programs, we have everything you need. You know, we, I mean, we've covered it all. Win the day. I mean, win the day has got everything you need. It's got calisthenics, strength training to improve your PT scores, pool workouts, running workouts, all that. So if you want a workout that's got everything you need to kind of get your baseline fitness up and ready for these elite military schools, go get that program. If you want help with just running or lowering your, your one and a half mile runtime, go get the 1.5 mile time run course, which I wrote all the workouts. It's all running workouts designed to decrease your runtime over a, an eight week period. If you want to work on improving your ability to hold your breath and stay calm underwater, go check out Vince's how to hold your breath like a helicopter rescue swimmer course. That course is our, our best-selling course. And I mean, it doesn't need much explanation. There's a huge write-up on what the course is all about on that page. Go check it out. It's awesome. And all that is on restormindset.com slash products. So just go to our, our main page, restormindset.com, go up to the tab in the, in the, uh, the little three lines on the, on the top of the page there, click that, click products, go check them out. All right, let's get into the episode. Here's Corey Thrift. Welcome to the show, Corey. Thanks for having me. Yeah, for sure. So we go back basically as far back as you can go, you know, like back to the airman days. Like, I don't even think there's an airman program. There's definitely an airman program anymore. There is, but it's Dif- different yeah. Uh, yeah different yeah we like we've been like getting into it for the past few episodes basically about the whole annex x okay. thing so we won't talk about it too much here um but let's just kind of cover the the beginning like the foundation so um when did you decide you're going to join the coast guard because i know you were super young when you joined too because i was 18 when mm-hmm. i joined you were i think you were 18 too right when we met up in air yep. station miami uh 19 19 or 20 but yeah oh, okay. i was 18 when i joined as well um, what was the original question? Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. So how did you originally get into like the idea of being a rescue swimmer? Oh, uh, well, I, you know, I saw it on TV, you know, of course the Guardian was out before I joined. Um, right. And I kind of came in, I was like, my image in my head was they're all 6'3", 200, you know, pound Spartan beast. I was like, ah, I don't know if, you know, I wasn't having a swim background. So I was like, I don't think, you know, that wasn't a thing for me that I could do it at the time. Uh, and I had no knowledge or didn't look into the knowledge that's out today. Um, you know, as much as it is about what we do and other jobs like this do. Yeah. Um, so I kind of went to the Coast Guard. I was like, don't want to go to college. This is a good four-year thing just to go figure out life. Did that. Went to the boat world. Absolutely just hated the cutter. I was like, uh, BM1, how do I get off this boat? What <laughs> jobs do not go to boats? He's like, well, aviation. I was like, okay. 
cool. The, the maintenance thing seems, you know, the flight mix, that looks like cool. I looked at the waiting list. It was four years and I was like, nope, not sitting on the boat for four years. Summer list was nine months and I was like, got nothing to lose. Why not? Yeah. And that's how I, and he told me I couldn't do it. And I was like, awesome. My personality is, you know, you tell me I can't do something, even makes me want to do it more. Totally. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> I forget. Were you at, were you at station, uh, Isla Mirada in the Keys there? Or was that? Yeah. So I started in Key West on a okay. cutter. It got decommissioned after nine months. Nice. Then I went to station in Isla Mirada for nine months during the duration before I went to the program. Right. So about a year yeah. and a half before I showed up at Miami. Right on. Yeah. I was in Marathon and it was like, I mean, I enjoyed it a lot. I used to like, I swam at the pool in Isla Mirada. Like, I forget. It's probably the pool you swam at too for training. Um, it's like a half an hour drive from Marathon. But mm. yeah. So I think, I'm trying to think. I got to Miami in, I guess it was like, was it, must have been like winter of 2012. And then you showed up in the spring yeah. of 2013, right? April of 2013, I believe. April 2013. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. So I basically like when I got to Miami, um, if you don't know about this, the old airman program was basically like, I mean, basically you just go to an a air, like AST shop and just shadow ASTs for usually it was like four to six months. And then if they decided like signed off on your syllabus and thought you're good enough to go to ACTA school, they just send you through. So I was like, when Corey showed up, I was like three months into it already. And I was with another airman who ended up going to a school. Did you meet the other airman I was with the older guy? No, but that's why we got the uh, treatment I got. I feel yeah, yeah. He quit day three. <laughs> totally, <laughs> it's like <laughs> set yeah. us up to just get annihilated. It was kind of like a big debacle. Yeah, so I showed up with an, an airman who was who was a little older. I think he was like probably like thirty at the time, and I, I was mm -hmm. I was twenty, and so he was kind of like, I mean, like as far as not my mentor, obviously, because there was a whole this whole swimmer shop, but. He was kind of like, I looked up to him as far as like just daily stuff, just because I was around an older guy all the time. So we ended up training together for a couple months and an A school slot opened up and he ended up going and literally like the third day in, I, he just, he just like straight up DOR'd, right? I don't remember exactly <laughs> yeah. how, but That's what I I remember, heard, yeah. yeah, I remember him calling me and being like, dude, like he was all bummed out, but it was weird because I did not expect him to quit because he was an absolute beast. Like he crushed. Well, all he was a diver days. prior, like the dive school thing, hit the bubble on his uniform too yep yeah he was like a, a coast guard diver he was like one of the first that was right when they started sending uh because i don't know if they do a coast guard school now but it's it was the navy school he went mm -hmm. to like the navy dive school which is a pretty, yeah. pretty hard so yeah. yeah you wouldn't expect day three after going through that school you know i was just shocked. From anyone that hadn't went to any school yeah yeah and he was a good it was guy just like, so funny looking back now because the swimmer shop was just so like irate that he did that that i remember me and, oh yeah they're pissed the other guy that came with me was like you guys are not gonna quit on day three. And we're gonna make sure that you're not gonna quit. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. There was God. a whole I thing too. Oh yeah. It was like I'm trying to think. Um, yeah, because you ended up going back there. We'll get back into that. That's kind of cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, was... But yeah. So like. So yeah. Basically, I trained for two months. Then you showed up with a new another airman, and it like pretty much was going down at that point. Like we were like getting hardcore PT in the pool, and like mm -hmm. I mean like big like water con sessions of PT nonstop. Dude, day I remember day one we did three man buddy bricks like that, that day I knew yeah. what we were doing. I, I was just like that. I saw your face. I'm like he's been here a while. And he looks really like uncomfortable. I can't even breathe. Like <laughs> yeah, looking back now I'm like what was, that was just survival day. It was that, like that's, are you are you worth our time? Basically, it was like a basically like a intro like almost like a first day of A school or a first pool day of A school type thing where they're just like all right let's see what these guys are up to. Um, and it was put on, it was put on, yeah, by that, by a former, uh, instructor. So he knew exactly what he was doing. It was, mm -hmm. 
it was legit <laughs> yeah but yeah. other than that like it was, it was rough yeah and there was no structure too because they would just send us to the like the summer shop in the morning and we just like did whatever right i don't remember specifically what we were doing we were oh, just we'd doing come like, in we had our like job tasks i remember we went and did the the weeklies and around the air city it was just to get right. us a job basically to yeah cut out some of the, the maintainers work yep yeah but then after that it as you left to transition from that to just report to the summer shop basically that's cool yeah wrapping trail lines and stuff like that <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah sewing <laughs> <laughs> and then the other that guy you were with um did he ended up going he didn't make it to a school right he ended up failing out of the airman program yeah week five he failed a pt test i think it, it he it wasn't physical he was just mentally done and that was the, that was the line yeah how'd you feel about the airman oh. program like um what do you think was it like did it prepare you enough yeah i was out there in program and i don't know because we haven't went through in today's system but yeah. just had like i had no swim background my first 500 i swam in 1158 you know head out of water just pure will the whole way right so to have that program absolutely gave me like what i needed to at least gave me the, the foundation of swimming and water con just some of the i won't name them but some of the swimmers in the shop just took that taking that time to be like hey Try this instead after they got in yelling for two hours. Like, hey, I see you want to do better. You you showed effort. This is how you should try this differently. Yeah. Um, it, I remember specifically like, you showing up. Oh, go ahead. So I don't want it. It gets called hazing. And I'd certainly yeah. believe there what may or have been in certain places. But for me, it was like I needed that or I wouldn't have made it through school without that four months of um, a good combination of the, the beginning was just like, like I said, the other guy set us up to just to be like, are you going to waste your time or not for the first two weeks? Just like trying to make us quit. And I was like, all right, you're not going to quit. Now we'll coach you. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> I Like I personally thought the airman program, like some of those pool sessions I thought were harder than any A school pool session we had. Uh, Absolutely. Specifically like in the beginning when you ah. first showed up. I mean, maybe mentally because I just got used to them. Um, I think you were at the point where you could do the workout. And I was at the point where I was just surviving. Maybe, yeah. You were so, just like too fresh. It wasn't this, like there wasn't even like, it's so funny talking now. Like you see the game, you see the exercises, you see the what's going on. And then it was just like, I can just, I'm literally just surviving right now. Like totally. not even making making everything I can, but just survival. Yeah. Yeah. Also, because yeah, you showed up and I do remember you not like, like for the first PT test, you didn't do that well. Like you passed everything, but like you just never quit or anything. And you were just like, whatever, like I'll just do that. And I was like, all right, this guy's like kind of legit. Cause like the other guy was like, just not like, he didn't have it. Like he was a little slower and he also like, like slower as far as like, you know, like water confidence and mm -hmm. pool speed. And he was just kind of like mentally not there, but you were mentally there. You just like had to like get the form down and some extra training. And then yeah. I remember like by the time I left, I think you were like, you were definitely beating me in all the 500s, like for the PT test and stuff. So like you just kind of- You, you play sports in high school, right? Yeah. Before cup going? Yeah. yeah you and from training, don't know, we'll get that later, but the training I do, you can just see like people that played sports or done like athletic backgrounds. When it comes to our job, like there's a swimming, you know, more general, you know, water confidence, um, the, the form and just like understanding it. Once you take an athlete versus someone that's not an athlete and apply those things, they, they progress really fast. Right. That makes sense. Did you yeah. My, my 500 time dropped to yeah. seven minutes before I left. That's like, solid. Five minutes and... <laughs> it's just form you know yeah 100 yeah swimming you know swimming is like legit just all form because it's just like resistance yeah. in the water it's like so like just exact it's all form um it's crazy did you play sports in high school yeah i played um mostly football okay and, you know, yeah. a variety of other stuff but football is the big one right on yeah that makes sense 
Yeah, I think, yeah, definitely athletic background, of course, is a huge advantage for, for anything like this. Just kind of mm-hmm. knowing how to position your body and just like, just body movements. Nice to like have kind of down. You don't have to break yeah. them down. You just kind of tell somebody something and they, they grasp or over time they can grasp faster. hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. It's like that learning, just being able to pick up things and be coachable. Yeah. All right. So airman program was pretty cool. Um, it was also cool cause we got to do those duck flights, which I really enjoyed, but oh, yeah, you yeah, got to go on. Yeah. Those are kind of legit. <laughs> yeah, I think I did like 10 of those, which is a huge, oh, yeah. like, um, I don't know what the right word is, but it makes you want the job more because you've had a taste of it almost. Yeah, because we used to do them like right off of like, when, whenever we did ours, it was off Miami Beach and it would be gorgeous, yeah. like perfectly clear water. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, this is awesome. <laughs> it was yeah, so sick. Do this for the day and go home, all right. Yeah, yeah. It was like in a shorty too, just great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I went off to A school. So whatever, I think I started in May of like, May of 2013. And you were, you were my baby class, right? Not, yeah. Yeah. You, we skipped between like a, a class should have went after you, but yeah, you guys a, were there for like, we were considered your baby baby, but there wasn't a class in between us. Yeah. Cause typically it's like, I think like a two month difference Eight and weeks. there was like a big gap. Uh, yeah. Like we yeah. were almost done with our multis. I think when you guys showed up, um, you had, when I showed up, you were had passed your final, like the Wednesday or whatever before. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's kind of crazy. Yeah. It was crazy. Cause I, you know, it was like, I saw you leave and I walk up and now you're like, I'm like, your swimmer base like already through it yeah it's crazy so yeah I was like, oh i was you know we were pretty competitive like seven of the pool i was like oh i'll be fine you're like ah. yeah i was it's like, like oh, a long way to go. <laughs> yeah, yeah totally yeah it's a long i mean an insane process <laughs> yeah so how yeah, yeah how'd summer school go for you um uh, i think i uh, half our class was upper 20s and then that was half our class and then you know some of the guys like nate fesky yep we were like 20 so yeah. I just think the whole mind frame of what's going on and how you are, you know, mentally and maturely, I was just like, whatever I said, it was just like, right. You know, it was like this horse blind, just go. Yep. There was no, like anything else happening. And I think if I'd go back now, it'd be so much, it'd still suck. Mm-hmm. It'd be so much more fun to like see the structure and versus being actually scared of the structure. I'd be holding back laughs. Yeah. You know, during certain times. That's true. Yeah, but it was it was challenging for me just being because I was twenty when I went, and it was definitely challenging um, physically, obviously. But as as we know, I think the mental side was really challenging, being that age and not understanding that you know the game or the structures of the day and just all it was just whatever I was told, I was trying to get done right there. Yeah. So you're saying half your class was a little older though. Yeah, like four mid seven graduated, and four of them were over twenty seven. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's a super old class. Because, yeah, my class yeah. was, like, basically a bunch of babies. Like, we were all under 21 besides um, our graduating class. Was, uh, there were seven of us, and, and five of us were under 21. So mm-hmm. I felt like – and then the, the other guys were, like, I think, like, 24, maybe 25. So, yeah, we were super young, and I think everyone was, like, kind of nervous all the time. So it might have been nice to have some, like, older energy there just to, like, keep everyone sane. It was. Yeah. <laughs> maybe not. I don't it was kind of like, how are they so calm? Like, they just make it look easy and they don't look like it fades them. Whereas yeah. I was, it, I guess it made me put that face on, but on the inside it was just like chaos, you know, total chaos. And it was just, yeah. Like, yeah. Maybe I'll be here tomorrow. Maybe I won't. Totally. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think, did we, did we have anyone wash out of our class and go into your class? Like ended up graduating or no? Do you remember? Cause I know there, there was, was one guy and he became my roommate. I don't remember his name. Yeah. But he became my roommate and he washed out of our class too. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, freaking, 
I thought it was like our whole setup. We just got really lucky as far as like being in Miami at the time we were because we had that ex instructor basically get stationed there just in time for us like to get our butts kicked for freaking a bunch of pool mm -hmm. sessions just to go up there. And all the pool sessions to me felt way easier. You know, the water confidence drills we were doing were uh, like the same type of drills, but I felt like they were harder in the urban program just because that guy made me so nervous. I'm not going to mention his name. He's still in the Coast Guard, but oh man. <laughs> we're really good friends. Oh yeah, that's great. Uh, yeah. yeah. I, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Because you ended up going, you know, after you graduated, you went back to Miami. Right. So I'm assuming he became your kind of mentor, right? Because he was first class at the time, I think. So, yeah, he was first and my chief eventually. Okay, right on. Yeah. About three years of being there. Nice. Yeah. How was that going back? Like after summer school, going back to the place you were an airman at? Was it like, I feel like it would be like, I don't know if I'd like it or not. I was trying to, th I was thinking about it because I kind of wanted to go back to Miami because mm -hmm. I enjoyed it there. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. I, th I thought it'd be, it'd be kind of weird, you know, like was, how was it kind of definitely, it wasn't weird, but it definitely, it definitely felt like you hadn't fully became, you know, like you weren't, I wasn't treated quite like a swimmer yet because I still think that was, you know, just that transition of someone's brand new and it was like, they were all screaming at me. I left and now I'm supposed to be like friends and yeah. just being young too. And they're all older. And there's, if I was older, like I said, I think it'd be much more, um, they kind of respect you that level totally versus you're this young like kid. And now you got a big ego cause you made it. And now you're back. <laughs> um, yeah, it, I don't know because I didn't go somewhere else. So I can't tell you the flip side. Totally. Yeah. That's it. Did I definitely did feel like I was still like an air, like a senior airman or something, you know, like until you got like qualified, exactly. like until you got summer qualified or even after maybe the first year or two. Okay. I think that's because of age. That's like I was saying as well. Yeah. It's not the maturity wasn't there yet. Yeah. I forget. Yeah. Cause we were like, um, I was 22, I was 20. And then whenever I got like fully qualified 21 and you know, I feel like like 21 to 25, you like, you don't feel any different and you're still really young. So like everything seems so much more serious than it is as far as like being in a yeah. shop like that. And like, if you can just kind of like calm down, take a breath and just relax, it's just like, mm -hmm. it can, it can be more, a better environment, uh, rather than just being like nervous and anxious all the time. But well, yeah. I don't, I personally did not bring any, would do stupid stuff, thought stupid ways, you know, I was like, I don't want to do maintenance. This is stupid. I just want to go jump on the helicopter. Yeah. So I yeah. definitely didn't do myself any justice. And I, it's yeah. one of those things when you look back, you're like, could have been much better, but totally <laughs> you live, you learn. Yeah. There's like a ton of things. But it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was a great time though. I'm giving you the negative. It was so much positive, you know. Oh yeah. You knew how nice Miami and that shop was. Like I, I thoroughly had a great time though. That shop was was badass. Yeah. Yeah. How was uh? Did you get any good get a good star down there? Or was it like I don't remember because yeah, got... there was like twenty something swimmers, right? So yeah, the duty was pretty uh, pretty spaced out. Or maybe I don't have the my stats. Yeah, like rough <laughs> but was, approximate. I got about 15 to 20 medevacs and they're all crochet oh, nice. medevacs, which is, I thought, you know, I was averaging like, it would come in waves. I'll get like four to six, like in a few months span and I kind of go dry for a little bit but yeah. over the year, you know, I average about five to six a year. And then I got, I had one water case, but it was, <laughs> you know, how the everglades are, it's not really you're crawling through mud. Oh, right. And I had a down aviator, uh, Navy pilot went down off of Key West, like, the last 2017, I think that okay. was pretty gnarly. Okay. Not an actual case, but just like, uh, you want me to go into that? Kind of yeah. Like yeah. Case? Yeah. Go into that. Well, that's interesting. Yeah. 
That's pretty unique to that area. So we're, you know, we're flying down to Key West on an ROL, which is just a flight down and back. You get gas down there, grab lunch, come back. Uh, we'd got lunch in Marathon, took off. We're flying. It's funny because you guys had Navy summer on. I saw that recently. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're flying by this Navy base, or about to, and we hear over the radio. We tuned into their um, tower, basically. Yeah. Just to be like, hey, we're cutting through your space. And literally the second we cut to it, we hear down, uh, I think it was F5, I can't remember down f5 like position blah blah blah, and we're like okay what was that yeah kind of like hey what's going on they're like we have it down this and we put it plug it in it's it's 10 minutes away okay <laughs> and like i hadn't had any crazy cases yet at that point i'm like is this real like should i put a wetsuit on or like this is one of those cases where we're gonna you know do nothing yeah so i throw the wetsuit on and sure enough we're like flying and the case is developing and <laughs> we we see the guys running out to the navy 60 and we fly by them so the, the pilots in a like on, they're like on the ramp, like running out to their. They're plane. running out the ramp. And we see them. We're like, ah, we're getting it this time. So it was, it was just happened to be in the right place, right time type thing. Yeah. And uh, you know the pilot ejected, and of course the sixty five, you have no litter. So I'm sitting yeah. there like, oh god, what am I gonna do? Like this guy's messed up. Uh, but long story short, nothing was wrong with him. I came up, you know, covered my p's and q's to talk to him, and made the decision. Um, we ended up not how to use the litter and he was fine and you just like threw him in a out. basket or something yeah i was yeah. like you know made him swim made him move oh right. all the, nice. you know, normal checks that we do is like emts and stuff before i felt yep. comfortable he called back and was like is someone else gonna get some can we get a litter and it was a no so was he was uh so he ejected obviously like with the parachute and everything was he like still at, like tangled up in the lines or anything or was it, like pretty smooth like was he just kind of chilling so there was no parachute that I saw. And I was oh, looking, okay. you know, this is all stuff on my mind too. No parachute in the water. I guess it sunk. I didn't see the jet. Uh, there was a little bit of fuel in the water. Yeah. The pilot told me it's all like listening. I didn't really smell or anything, but he was in a, basically an RSL one that we have. He was in something similar that his vest attached to. Okay. So he was actually just, he's just strapped in floating basically. Nice. And I, was, <laughs> I swam up to him and I was like, Hey, you all right? He's like, yeah, just my ego hurts. And I was like, well, I'm here. That's I won't tell anybody. Maybe the news will. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was just like, did he say why or anything? Or because it was just like a mechanical issue, or did he like mess up? I somehow? still don't know because they yeah. didn't uh, release it because it was you know some mishap. Yeah. I think they released it like a year later. You and didn't care up on it. Yeah. Totally. It was a train. It was a training flight where they something happened. Yeah. That's kind of gnarly. Yeah. And yeah I, was, I bet that the Navy summer cool. is so mad just because like that's all they get down there. Probably it's just like they're literally yeah. there to like rescue downed aviators <laughs> it was even funnier because the navy pilot had went to like flight school with our current pilot that was flying so we landed he had like 18 texts of like <laughs> somehow they knew each other were flying that day or something like hey we're coming That's down great. today or something yeah it was like f you like uh. it's all fun to fun but it was it was hilarious yeah, that's pretty good. I always forget. Yeah, they go to the same school in uh, is it Pensacola or whatever. So yeah, they all know each other. <laughs> that's mm -hmm. awesome. Yeah, yeah. So that was like the big, the big case down there. As far as like, I mean, that would definitely be I feel like the highlight of my freaking tour if I had a downed aviator. So. Yeah, I had I had a few really really cool medevacs that were a little unstandard off the cruise ships. Just okay for the patient. Um, don't cross any HIPAA rules though. <laughs> so. Yeah. But yeah, that was, that was definitely like the water swimmer case, you know? Yeah, that's cool. That's a pretty good one. Um, the cruise ships were just like off of, uh, I guess like right off of South Florida, just like in the Bahamas. Like, was it anywhere specific? I'm trying to think. That's a big AOR for cruise ships, just random. Yeah, it was everywhere. Sometimes I was off of, you know, we kind of go, I forget the 65 exact, how far it can go offshore, yeah. but I think it was 90 miles. 
um, off Key West. Okay. You know, wherever. I don't land the bombs yeah, yeah. one time. Fuel up. That's and, cool. But yeah, you ever do any like our some... 60s out? Oh yeah, the 60s from Clearwater, right? Yeah, there's yeah. 60s out there too. So they take up most of the Bahamas. Yeah. Did you guys ever do any like like Hilo tra- like Hilo ops in the Bahamas at all? I feel like that'd be sick. 65. Yeah, yeah, on the 65. Nah. Nah. <laughs> Not. I didn't get to anyways. But yeah, that'd be sweet. They may have been, you, I don't know what they did. You know, LE deployment and stuff, but yeah, I didn't get to. I remember when I was like, I was a seaman in Marathon, and the swimmers did. Uh, and maybe you guys said this too, but they went off of uh, like did hoisting with the small boat station in Marathon off the reef there. Mm-hmm. So it was like like a twenty freaking the reef was like whatever like 20 30 feet and they're just doing swimmer ops in the reef i thought it'd be like super badass because i i was in the, like detroit the whole time so we were doing swimmer ops like in a freaking <laughs> lake not that cool <laughs> so i was like damn that, that so was fun. actually cool because i got to go back down to like like you're a marathon i got to go back down as a swimmer and i was like oh no put me down the boat put me on the boat. oh yeah to your old station <laughs> yeah go down to be like who said i was gonna make it like yeah that was great. like my dream that would be the best thing ever just to go back like what's up guys <laughs> I had a lot of support. The cutter was complete opposite. I would have loved to go back to the cutter and been like, I made it, but all the station was super supportive and That's it was good. cool. Text, they were all like super congratulative when I made it. Yeah. So it was always cool to go down there. I'm like, oh, we're going, there's a hoist station. Uh, if I'm wrong this week, I want to get on that one. Like, totally. Like, that. like hopping on all the um, right flights. Yeah. That's yeah. sick. Yeah. Um, I kind of wanted to get into, you know, like, I guess South Florida tactical athlete. Cause I know they were, so that's just a, Basically, what like what's their main function? Like, because I remember they were there while we were airmen, right? They were training people in the pool while we were training there. Sometimes, yeah, yeah. I'll kind of give you the background. Yeah, it, just like even though at the, we didn't know what's going on at the time, we just kind of knew exactly. I just saw guys I, like I, training. I kind of want to know if you remember. I tell a story to Colonel Stalker is the one that runs it. And I tell him stories of what I thought when I first saw it. Right. And I wanted to see if if I remember it correctly. Okay. Because I well, remember, yeah, me and you were in the pool one day doing like we're doing. It was I, mean, I think. You had taken a water confidence test or whatever, and they were kind of like your brake got like splashed, or I don't even totally. know what happened. But yeah, I was terrible. They at failed that. you. Yeah. Well, they failed you, and then it was like, I mean, you. I was like, hey, like you, they're like you're testing again Monday, and you're like, hey, Corey, we gotta go to the pool like, every day. Like, <laughs> yeah. I have to pass. I was like, all right, like you know, I'm gonna be there. So every day we're like up there, like two brakes treading. Yeah. And we look over, and there, these guys are like drowning, and <laughs> stock comes over. He's like, hey, you guys want to come train? And we're like, no. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, what are you doing over there? Like, no. And it was funny because that happened. Like, I know it was once when you were there, and I can't remember if you had any other interactions with him. But as you left, you know, he kept coming back, and you'd be like, "Hey, you want to come train?" And I was like, "Eventually, you'd left, and the other guy fell out by myself." So it yeah. was like, it's a little, you know, you kind of want people there to be around the same, understand what you're doing, even if they're not the same level. Totally. And I was like, "Yeah, I don't mind coming training with you as long as I can." If you're doing something too easy for me, I can bump it up, you know, or like if you guys are underwater, just let me tread instead of being on the wall to like make it at least at my level for doing two minute intervals, which is, you know, super easy once you're at our level. So I went and trained with him and I don't know how long it was. I had to be like a month and a half, two months before I went to school. And at that time he was only doing, it wasn't SFTA yet. It was literally just, he went and gave these guys volunteer time and, um, train them, you know, just being Given back, basically. Was he active so at the time? Over. I forget. He, no. He's just, I don't think he's ever He's retired. Maybe yes. Okay. Oh, man. You need a whole podcast okay. if you want to talk to Right on. <laughs> about yeah. his career. We could, PJ, maybe we'll get him on or something. doctor. Yeah. <laughs> we'll get him on the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he's, so yeah, I went over and trained with him and 
Um, I, you know, like I said, I'll make it harder. And I kind of got to know some of the guys. I got to know him. And uh, it was just a group at that time. It's like a little chat, if I remember correctly, that he's like, hey, we're going to the pool Thursday. You know, that type of thing. Went to school, came back. Uh, basically, about three months after I came back, I was like, hey, Colonel, you know, I'm back. Uh, I'd like to come out the pool and help you train the guys. Nice. And, you know, he was super, super excited to have me. And I was a terrible instructor at that time. Like, oh, not right. understandable. I'm terrible. You just graduated school. Yeah. You think you're hot. You know you're hot shit. And if they're not as good as you, they need to die. And like you gotta, they gotta prove their their worth. Yeah. So it was like I was just kids tell stories about that time where I was like drowning people. <laughs> it's come to pop them in the water, and I was grabbing, pull them to the bottom. I like, hope oh, you're making it. And it was, it was there was no like mentoring. It was just like prove that you deserve to be here. Yeah. That type of mentality. But yeah, I was there from 2014. No, yeah, 2014 until 2019. So it's five and a half years. Okay, yeah. Um, SFTA went from no name brand to once a week to by the time I left, it was became SFTA. We were training two land days a week, two water days a week, and would have a long training day once a month, which nice. it may sound like a hell day, but it could be out in Everglades teaching survival. It could be on the beach doing, you know, all kinds of stuff. Yeah. So it wasn't all, it wasn't. You know, it's just called long training day and it's still going right now. Yeah. Cause I remember, um, I vaguely remember that day. Cause I think I was getting the chief, our, uh, our chief of the, or the chief of the ASC shop was giving us like our water contest. And one of the mm-hmm. portions of the water contest was you had to tread for a certain amount of time with a dive brick. And I'm, that's by far my worst drill. I suck at it. Uh, cause I, I could never get the egg, egg beater down. So I was always like, oh, how do I do this? So I remember failing that and it must've been like the Thursday pool day. And they're like, dude, if you don't pass this, like on Monday or like next pool day, like maybe it was Tuesday, like we're not going to sign off your syllabus since you can't go to, to ASTA or to A school. And I was so nervous. I was like, oh shit. So I think, yeah, oh, I, I think I, yeah, I was like, all right, like I got to pass this. So I ended up, I even like, I dragged you to the pool. I think, yeah, pretty much every day that whole time. And then I was also swimming in the barracks pool, which was like behind, you know, the old, the old barracks. Oh, yeah, I, I swam in that, that thing. It was like, kind of gross and cold so well, you could tread like yeah did you ever swim in there did we go we probably did i remember we would do like yeah if we did we're like ah, oh, we don't drive 45 minutes there and back so we would just do, like, like tread in there no we'll just go <laughs> we wanted to swim laps we yeah we'd go do like trading or like underwater man I, I tell kids all the time like like i remember i don't know if you remember this we would one of us would do it underwater do math equations on every line like one of us would have to write it up and the yeah. next one would do it and have to solve them all <laughs> and i was like just just the foundation of the Growing water kind was so great that you know it went over to so many things. Yeah, everybody's like, "Oh no, no, I just need to do underwater." I sit. And I'm like, "You don't understand. Like all these things come together, and it's gonna help you." Yeah, and totally. I just remember doing stuff like that. Yeah, we go. We go to each line on one breath. Yep. Yeah, that was a blast. <laughs> I kind of yeah. I, a lot of that, like, in all honesty, kind of like a lot of that just like washed away. Like I tried to forget about it. I think because a lot of stuff I forget. Like <laughs> I like just try to brush it off because I was like, "That sucks so bad." Like I don't remember any of that. But <laughs> looking back on it now, it's like, oh yeah, that was kind of fun. Like freaking doing underwaters and math equations but um yeah so i remember the self-order tactical athlete so it wasn't that at the time but i remember seeing a couple guys like must have been that day or like that weekend we went to the pool when i was trying to work on treading and we were you were getting after it with me and there was like two guys just doing like they were just doing underwater laps but they were just like like so bad at them they kept popping and stuff mm-hmm. it might it was like something really simple <clears throat> and yeah i kind of vaguely remember like us teaching them a few drills and we kind of like joined in um hmm. But yeah, that was Colonel's very smart. I remember that now. He's like, Hey, do you mind guys you guys you guys mind coming over 
and showing these guys and we were like you know we're like 20 like, oh yeah we'll go show them we're not yeah. joining but we'll show them how to do <laughs> yeah, it yeah yeah totally it's like a smart move as far as yeah yeah as far as like the leadership principle goes um mm-hmm. yeah so i'm trying to think because i remember i never i met him for sure but i don't remember um too much about him uh yeah well, what are they training for were they training for uh pj i forget I think most, so Colonel's background is, he was a PJ, and I don't want to butcher, I know he was Army Special Forces, yeah. I believe. Oh, well. And like I said, he's, and he's, a he's doctor been in for too, 40 right? years almost. Yeah, like a, he's like a yeah, he's a reservist doctor. now. Okay. Um, but cool. he's he has almost 40 years in the military, and just his career is a whole podcast on his own. Yeah. Um, he, he's, he's actually done with uh, Kimmer, who he's talked about his career. Okay. But, <clears throat> yeah, it, they were mostly PJs, but... It, it was open to anyone. He just had the connection through because he was in the Air Force Reserves that just happened to be mostly uh, Paraski or guys yeah. from the Air Force. Yep. Did you guys and you guys now like so when you started working with them, did you guys are you training mainly PJ guys or were there other like guys trying to like train for like buds and stuff and swimmer or was it just kind of like a whole gaggle like also just like random military jobs too? Oh uh, yeah, it became. I don't think it ever was just PJs. Yeah, uh, that was kind of like maybe that was just you know, the day I kernel on to for, yeah. to know exactly. But I think it was kind of more focus. The training, anyways, was focus focused towards maybe a PJ pipeline. But it became for anyone. You know, we had every single. I have guys right now in like every single job that I've trained. Really, we, just, we started having buzz guys, swimmers guys, like you know, you name it. We were having it. Yeah, and it's still to this day is just kind of like any elite military pipeline. It, yeah, it covers all the boards. Nice. Did you ever get any like stormer guys all the way through? It's like I feel like it'd be so rare just because there's not many of them, and then it's like hard to pass. <laughs> I have one that's graduated. Okay. One that's made it to the final. Nice. No. And then I have two. It's gonna be in this next class coming up. Sick. That's awesome. I won't say their names. Yeah, yeah. No, no names. Don't worry about. <laughs> I'll save them from the instructors. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're like getting ready to take their final multi. They're like, what? <laughs> it's funny because I know like half the instructors there now. I'm like. Oh really? They're not saying anything smart to me. Or I'm gonna text them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Are the uh, yeah? I guess all the instructors. That's true. I know a couple of guys who I was with them in Detroit who are who are instructors now. So mm-hmm. yeah, it'd be a whole different dynamic. <laughs> oh yeah, it's, it's interesting seeing the other side. Oh yeah, hundred percent. I'd be kind of like the guys who are there now. I'd be like, kind of scared to go through a school right now. I'd be like, oh crap, I don't want this guy to be my instructor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yep, yep. Would you ever be an instructor? I it's, feel like you kind of you're lining it up in a good way to maybe like be one at some point. Yeah, um, being at the UNM now, not flying, I, I don't know where I'm going to be in four years if I yeah. want to like go fly again. Or um, and I think East City makes me not want to go. Just the right. area, the job. If it was if you put that job in Miami, I would be there in a heartbeat. Hundred like, percent. I would love it. That's and yeah. that's it's definitely like my personality, what I like to do. Um, I think I'm just from. Not too bound horn. A lot of the guys I've trained have told me like, you know, it's nothing's better than someone graduating and be like, hey, thank you for the time. Like this helped me at school. Like this, maybe even if I would have figured it out, it made it all more easier to already like be able to do, you know, underwaters without that being a stress as well as like my runtime and my, you know, the book academics and stuff like that. Yeah, totally. Um, so it's yeah. always worth it and when they, they send the text back or the calls and stuff. Yeah, I agree. I've, I've made, I have some guys that are like my best friends now that are you know in the air force or stuff you know pjs and stuff like that yeah just guys that have like trained with you and then keep in touch with them that's kind of sick mm-hmm. so you ended up all right so yeah four years and uh 
Miami. So you got out, out of Miami in 2019. Did you go to Clearwater? I don't remember. I thought I thought you were getting stationed in Clearwater yeah. for some reason. I don't know. I'll make why. it a short story because it's a long story. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so if you want to cover it, Miami. Yeah. <laughs> so I went to Clearwater. I you know I PCS to Clearwater for a year, and to make a long story short, um, one of the guys is going to Jacks. Absolutely didn't want to go because he just been on second and he basically got like the last of the picks and that's where he was going. Okay. And I was like, hey, all my family's in Jacks. Um, I don't mind going. I'm from the Jacksonville area, so I was right. like, I wouldn't mind going. And I, you know, they're like, hey, this is an easy swap. He wants to go. He doesn't. They're both E5s with like same amount of time in and all like, you know, everything just lined up perfect. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I ended up, that's, did a year in Clearwater. You're on the 60s, loved, absolutely loved the shop. And uh, just, I loved and hated the operational. You know, that place is a beast of a machine. That's the biggest. operational. Isn't that the biggest swimmer shop in the Coast Guard besides maybe Kodiak's bigger? I forget. It's, yeah. Okay. So it's, it's yeah, Kodiak's the biggest. But if you look at a lot of guys, it's this. We have a whole summary arguing right now if you bring this topic up, which, yeah. which shops fly more and stuff. But if you look at the top 10, I think the last year we did it, the top 10 flyers, eight of them were from Clearwater. Oh. Swim, of all swimmers. Okay. It's like, it's insane. <laughs> That's yeah. pretty gnarly. It's like 400 hours, I think it was. Is it mainly, um, uh, is it mainly SAR or is it like a lot of like, just kind of transporting like the 60 around to different areas? Like, I know you guys deployed out to la too it's law enforcement mm -hmm. yeah did you guys like get a lot of hours from and they put swimmers on like those missions like are you going out there for yeah so you know like on the 60s we're the ones running all the you know we're always sitting in the seat running the uh bow names and <laughs> yeah <no. laughs> once you once you yeah. do, you're like dump it dump it dump it all out <laughs> you just dump all notes but yeah for anyone who doesn't know on the 60s um the swimmer works the radio basically right and then on the 65s the swimmer just basically does nothing you just sit in the back until it's your time mm -hmm. to do something so it's a different, yeah. I never flew on a 60 as a, you know, a swimmer. I, I've been on a 60 for like training flights, but never as like, yeah. I was never stationed anywhere with one. So how was that? Was it, yeah, was I it nice? Yeah, I, I loved being like going from leaning against the thing, trying to, you know, they're leaning on the glass, not trying to fall asleep all day yeah. versus like on the radio, you can see what the pilots are doing. You're like actually understanding what's going on a lot more. Yeah. You're running the FLIR. Um, it's just, you know, like when I first got qualified on 65, yeah, I knew what they were talking about, but I had no idea what was going on. Like totally. talking, I was like, I kind of understand. Like I understand the gist, but whereas on the suit, like once I got and through, obviously five years of doing it, I picked up a lot more too. But even just going through that sixty syllabus and flying on sixty, I learned so much more of actually being involved with what they were doing. And like, because if you didn't know something, you would ask because you're like, this is actually I'm involved with doing it for sure. So you'd yeah. want to know what you're doing. Yeah, I agree. I thought it would have been like way more exciting to actually be like part of a mission like working the radio and like trying to fit coordinate mm -hmm. and stuff just because you get so bored in the 65 just basically sitting there doing nothing the whole time listening to the radio it's exhausting just not doing anything yeah <laughs> it's yeah it is i i, I don't want to go back to 65s but i do like the areas but yeah you yeah yeah you have to like pick and choose because yeah there's like yeah there's only like five units with 60s or something like maybe six or something so it's like you're mm -hmm. super limited by by airframe if that's what you're your big sticking point is so how is it like not being yeah. operational do you are you enjoying it just kind of um it's it's relatively new yeah um, i think my my body's enjoying it <laughs> i think i'll yeah. be able to take care of myself more and have more time to you know i'm always flying and stuff like that um i don't know yet it's only been about five months since i have been flying okay um i don't i've never loved just flying i've always loved like a good star case 
Okay. Um, so I think it isn't as hard for me as someone that just generally loves flying, you know? Yeah. Um, and it's not over for me. It'll, you know, after this, oh, yeah, unit, totally. I can go fly again. So I don't think it's that like stabbing the heart yet to where I know I'm done. Yeah. So I don't think it's hit me like <laughs> it's not a big deal. Yeah. You, their, you'll be like in three like, years. You got out. Be... Like you're like, all right, this is my last flight. Like I was like, oh, yeah, four years. Like, I still got like eight years left after this. Totally. So yeah. Where would you want to go next? Would you think like <laughs> staying in the Southeast kind of? Because you spent most of your time there. I mean, all your time, right? And basically in Florida. So yeah, I'm good to go. Florida, Florida career. Let's go. That's <laughs> sick. <laughs> yeah, that's a nonstop fun game. Me and my wife play. We're like, where, where are we going to go next? I'm like, oh, I'd like to go back to Miami. But I was like, oh, do we want to try something new? And it's always, you know, got kids now. So the family's okay. in this area. Yeah. So I I think you don't know until that year comes. Right. And it's like, what are one of my picks even, you know, to choose from? Yeah. I remember like, yeah, it was like, because I, I got out and I didn't even want to, uh, so whatever it was like you put your picks in for like where you want to go in, in like usually november time frame i think um and i remember like everyone was doing that i was like i don't even want to do that because i don't want to like have the ch- like if they send me to like like barber's point or something like hawaii yeah like i didn't want to like have the choice to, like i have to like decide between getting out and like going yeah. to barbers because i probably would have picked barbers yeah. you know so i was like ah, yeah of course get out <laughs> yeah i was like I'd go to college yeah but yeah that'll be fun maybe Maybe not an instructor yeah. bid this time. Maybe in like maybe in like four years or something. Another four years. Yeah, I thought about that. Like, it's it's the start at the lineup as well. You know. So. Yeah, you'll be like a pro by then, anyways. Freaking teaching people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah, and so yeah, basically, so since you transferred up, you you're starting. So I'm like kind of confused by this whole thing. So so North Florida Tactical Athlete is that like a and like a branch of South Florida? Is that completely separate? of South Florida. Yeah, so basically I got up here. So when I went to Clearwater, before I left, I sat down with Colonel Stocker and I was like, hey, I'd like to keep training people. Um, what do you think about opening up a Clearwater branch and I'll just be head instructor and we'll kind of figure it out as we go. Yeah. Because um, I, I don't know how my schedule is going to be. And it just ended up not working out because I was after like two months, I texted him. I was like, hey, I'm getting qualified. I'm deploying a lot. Like, I, it's just, we can't, I can't do it. It's like too busy. Um, yeah. Yeah, and so I got here and um I, I didn't want to message him right away because I knew I was going to fly here, obviously, and stand as much, you know, different kind of duty. But um, about three weeks ago, a month ago, I texted him. I'm like, hey, I think I want to do it again, but in Jacksonville. And we called and had the conversation. And so basically, it's a sister company. Like, we are attached to uh, SFTA. Okay. Um, but up right now, as of right now, I'm the only instructor here. Um and we're launching January 1st, where we're actually going to be... Uh, I already have a group of guys here I'm working with and training and stuff, but okay. there's no like business attached to it right now. Yeah. And starting January 1st is going to be... You know, I'm doing... Got it on Instagram now, promoting and trying yep. to spread the word. Yeah. But that's that's where we're at now is um, still in development. It's really cool because I've always wanted to develop like a training program. Totally. You know, over five and a half years, we had our program... Um, and it would be like, I, I looked at SFTA as we're giving you the basics. You know, we're, we're teaching you water confidence, swimming, running, uh, body calisthenics. And we're giving you the tools to go past that. Um, and, and that's like anything. If it's yours, you want it done a certain way. And you want to, you know, what you may think is more important. And someone thinks it's important. And we had five instructors at SFTA. So you got five alpha males always just like, well, I think this, this is way. better. And this is yeah. Better. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, all right, this would be cool because I can kind of do the way I want it, but with the same principles of building basic foundations for any pipeline. Um, yeah. But I'm, I just got to finish 
I'm almost, I finished with the design. I made a 75 day uh, fitness program, basically. I okay. call it an intermediate program. Yeah. Um, probably gonna make a beginner one. Yeah. Um, is that like, so yeah, that really you cool. do like straight up water confidence, PT, like everything is it like an all, like all inclusive one, or is it kind of just pretty, and it kind of work yeah, out it's, weights it's, too and everything? Yeah, it's, it's all inclusive. Uh, it's designed to be around me or with our training. Yeah. So that it's designed to be like, it's a, uh, adaptive program. You know, it's not like a, like you do a week and you're like, or if you come in, you tell me I can bench press 800 pounds, but I run a 20 minute mile and a half. I'm like, all right, well maybe you shouldn't do like the, some of the chest strength stuff. Maybe we need to cater more to like the run. It's yeah. More it's just, it's from all the guys I've graduated. I, the biggest thing that I always love is we're like, Hey, what could we have done better? What, what could we have done better for you? And a big one was always rucking, um, from all the guys. Um, and I will brag that not one person has ever said my watercon training wasn't like, oh, like yeah. watercon was an absolute breeze. Like, thank you so much. You made my life. Like I saw guys like quitting left and right. I'm like, like, well, that's, that's my, our bread and butter, you know, rescue summer school is, yeah. I, I feel we're the best in watercon and all we had like Marine instructors there that were like, they're really good at the logs and showing guys stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I thought we kind of had it all at SFTA and it'll be, uh, I'm playing a different role now in NFTA versus there. I kind of played like I was the bad cop still. Right. But I had grown to be a mentor in a way versus just like out to kill him. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but here, you know, I'm playing all the hats here until, you know, we have more instructors and yeah. that type of thing. So I'm really excited to just kind of do it in a different, same, same principles and building, but kind of cater to uh, what I would like to do. And I'm, I'm actually going to start my, I wrote out this program and I'm actually going to start it myself January 1st and I'm it's there's results tracked like PT test and you know, there's a lot of things you track through it. Right. And I'm really excited to see, you know, I have two other guys doing it as of right now, starting with me. It'll be cool to see, you know, all the, the transitions. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. That's one thing. It's like super rewarding and just like kind of a blast to, to teach people like those water con skills that like we mm-hmm. picked up, you know, through like doing underwater math and stuff. It's nice to like actually try to, like pass those skills down to people who can actually use them productively. <laughs> like I, I, I would love not teach in water con. What's that? Go ahead. Sorry. No, I was going to say you like, know. I would not want to be in like one of your water confidence sessions. Cause I feel like you'd make it really hard. Like, I feel like your water con sessions suck. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I always tell guys like you have to experience it before I can explain it. Yeah. <laughs> you have to like, just feel it. Like I can't just tell you how to Bob. Like you have to go Bob, hate your life for a little bit. And then like, all right, this is totally. how you should do it. A little bit of that back and forth nonstop until and they would always be like, oh, I'm the, I'm the best at bobbing. I was like, all right, cool. You think you're, you can do bobbing no matter what? And it's like, all right, now sprint down their back as fast as you can. Bob. It's like, <laughs> it's like oh, okay. my God. Totally. It's a yeah. new world. Yeah. It's always fun. Just like when they thought they were good enough, I'd add a new challenge to it. And no matter how good you got, it was always just that mentality of always trying to get better, no matter how good you are. Yeah. That's the thing with and like. I, and I think it kept me motivated. As swimmer shops do as well, as we're always pushing each other and just going there and being around that atmosphere of kids that had like these goals still weren't completed yet. Totally. Yeah. Cause I mean, well, yeah, when we were in the air program, like the summer shop would go work out, but the workouts aren't like, you know, like a summer shop isn't doing like water con sessions for like an hour and a half, mm-hmm. but it might be good to every once in a while, you know, just to like keep everyone kind of fresh, but yeah. I mean, that's kind of hard to well, do. If you play so, torpedo ball, you're, you're getting it. <laughs> actually a torpedo ball is one of the most intense water con sessions you can have. I, I got to So that's what uh, SFTA my last two years, we had our four day program. Like I said, and Fridays was like, invite your brother, your sister, your soccer player. Like, I don't care. I, was, I had this group chat and I was like, every Friday we'd go play a torpedo ball for three hours. Nice. And it was <laughs> like, 
kids would come they couldn't complete underwaters at training i was like come torpedo ball i'm going to teach you things and you're not going to realize it and they would like play the game they get a torpedo and they would make it like an underwater and they'd come up and i would i would stop the game i'd be like do you just realize that you did it in the water and they would kind of like see the eyeball, the, the bulb go off. And I was like, you can do that training too. Just imagine that there's a goal to get to. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah. Torpedo ball is intense. We used to play it. Like it, I mean, it's, I think it's kind of self-explanatory, but you're just passing a torpedo underwater trying to get to the other side. And you got like freaking six to eight swimmers trying to stop you. But we played it one time in our shop, um, like a Thursday pool day or something. And we had a guy break his nose, basically, and just like yeah. got elbowed. In the f- I mean, I feel like that I happens very swimmer, often. <laughs> I don't like playing swimmer torpedo ball because it's just like it's too the aggression to the max. Yeah, but if you play like I'm sure, have you heard about the torpedo league? And I have, yeah, time? I've seen it on Instagram. Yeah, yeah. So I started following their rules and playing no fins. And oh it no, just, fins. It makes it much more strategic and yeah. more like jujitsu underwater. Yeah, before I play with anybody, I'm like, don't kick anybody in the face. You know, don't kick them in the mask. Don't you know. Don't yeah. do this because you're gonna hurt people. Because yeah, the yeah, obviously tac- things happen. The swimmer tactic was like one person or two people just go grab the guy with the torpedo, and everyone else just like beats him up, basically, and grabs it's it and then brrr. goes. Yeah, that's <laughs> pretty good. I'll make you a man, but it's not smart for injuries. <laughs> totally. Yeah, I think we definitely toned it down after the guy broke his nose. Um, yeah. It was it was kind of funny in the moment, and then we were, they were like, "Okay, we gotta we can't do that anymore." Because <laughs> yeah. he was like grounded for like I think like a month or something. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> That's, yeah, yeah, you know, like some shops only groundings. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Then you had like the the ops boss was like, "Dude, what are you guys doing out there?" <laughs> a lot of push-ups, smash the car. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I think that's the, the big background. Yeah, but yeah, freaking North Florida tactical athlete kind of sounds badass. I mean, it's kind of, I mean, it's kind of how we got back in contact, right? I forget. Did you? Um, Cause we haven't talked in a while. It's been like probably a couple, I'm yeah. trying to think the last time we talked probably a couple of years ago, maybe like before this. Yeah. I, yeah. I remember texting at some point when I was in Miami, but yeah. All right. Yeah. I remember when your book came out, I was like, Oh, it's cool. Yeah. And yeah. So I haven't got around to reading it. No, I, I mean, to. it wouldn't Just apply to you. You already, you already did it. <laughs> yeah. I thought I was like, well, it's kind of like what I've already done, but <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, did you ever read, uh, uh, Gonzalez's book? Uh, what's it called? Yeah. Uh, did you read it? Uh, it was a far- Stephen Gonzalez. What's the book called? I just read it recently. Uh, the Hero Factory. Yeah. Did you like I it? I read it just because he was like, I was there when he was there. So I was like, I think it'll be cool to read from his perspective. Yeah. Yeah, I did like it. I think he's ex- very, very articulate and well-written. I always yeah. thought him as a very smart guy. Yeah, no, I kind of... Scary as hell instructor, like terrified of him, but... <laughs> he was really scary. He was kind of like a bulldog. Like, I remember... Um... I'm hope. Oh, yeah. Terrifying. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think he's a shop chief somewhere right now. He'd be a good chief. Um, but yeah, so I remember I didn't have like a ton of run-ins with, uh, with him in a, a school with Gonzalez, but I remember he just like, anytime you'd see our class, he'd be like, just like looking like a bulldog ready to like just mess us <laughs> up. But I was so scared of him. Then I read his book and I was, I mean, he did a good job. I like, he's very articulate. Yeah. You can definitely tell he grew up writing and like reading a lot. Cause he, he definitely like, well, I think he mentioned nice... that in the beginning. Like I have a, a strong background. I can't remember why, but. Yeah, he's like, yeah, you can tell because I, I I write like a little high schooler. I'm Same. doing my program. I'm like yeah. texting buddies. I'm like, can you read this and like give me some help? Mine's like using the most and basic vocabulary. Just like he'll just find like the well, that's perfect what, one. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Like I'm texting guys like my friends that are like PJs, and I'm like, you're really smart, and you know what I'm talking about. Can you like help <laughs> articulate what I am doing in this program? Yeah, it's like I, I I can brain dump it, but I can't make it like pretty. Totally. 
Is that is that program just going to be like uh, for a North Florida tackle athlete, or are you just going to like throw it online or something? Um, uh, I don't know yet. It's, yeah. I'm still in that phase of uh, development. For right, right now, it's just going to be local. And any friends that I have that are curious or want to try it out, you know. Um, and it's not that I don't think the design and concepts of it are all correct already. I just want to go through it because, like, what if, you know, what if one day I do something strong on legs and I didn't realize how I was going to feel the next day? Is it going to affect the next day, the next day's training? Right. Without actually going through it. Totally. The what weeks of, comp- you know, compilement. So I want to go through it maybe make sure I need to tweak a, a few small things. Yeah. That's something I definitely ran into, too, when I was first starting, like, writing workouts for people is I, I was always... I never like put something together that I hadn't done because you know, it would be like kind of like, you'd look like kind of like a donkey if you like put a workout in yeah. it, it didn't make sense for like what you like, what your goals were. I don't know. So I always like, mm-hmm. if I write like a new workout, I always go do it. I'm like, okay, this is doable. It's not, it's not insane. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, that's yeah. I've never, I always tell the guys in instructor, I'm like, I will never ask you to do anything that I haven't done. Exactly. Like, anyone that ever does, you shouldn't do it. Like, yeah. Cause that's yeah. just, I mean, that's ridiculous. <laughs> and, you know, that was the coolest part about being, so young as instru- also back at SFTA, all the other instructors were retired. They're all in their uh, one was in the forties. Those two Marine uh, recon guy and a Marsoc guy. And then there was a retired PJ and then Colonel Stalker was a prior PJ and SF. Okay. No, it's mouthful, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, they were, yeah, they were all older, like one forties and fifties, uh, late fifties at the time I got there and I was, you know, young. So I would be telling these guys to do something. I'm like, they're like, ah. I'm like, watch, it's easy. And I'll get in, just like crank it out. So it was, yeah. it was always great to be like, this is, you are able to do this, you know. Yeah. It's not, we're not just yelling at you. Did you? I think that, <laughs> go ahead. At the pool there, did you ever see the, the guys who were training for Buds? They had like a Navy recruiter with Buds guys all the time. Mm-hmm. I remember he like tried to like, me and my, the old airmen were working out one time and he was like, dude, you guys want to try to try to be SEALs? Like he was trying to like get us convert us. <laughs> I was like, we're already in the Coast Guard, right? We're not like, it's too late. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he's like, yeah, they have a huge uh, Navy. Uh, was their thing? I don't know if you know what their thing's called. It's like their prep program. Yeah, I forget what it's called, but they have a, I mean, they, you work out with like a mentor before you even join, like while you're yeah. still with your career. I think that's what that was. I think, I don't know if they're required to be special warfare recruiter or not. I know they were. But I think the Coast Guard would benefit from having something like that as well because the, uh, the Air Force has started doing that. Yeah. Um, that's how I met these guys in this area I'm already in now. Is I just, this, none of this NFTA stuff was in my head. I came here, I just saw, like, you know, you see them walk with the rocket fins and mm. walk up, like, oh, what are you guys doing? And they're all like big chest of me and like, like, who are you? And I was like, oh, can I just come? I knew if I came in like as an instructor way because they don't know me, they were going to be very standoffish. And I was like, do you guys mind if I just come work out with you? I did it that way. Yeah, I just destroyed them all in this workout, and I was like, <laughs> "You guys need some help. You, you want to like start meeting up every week? Because I I want to I kind of want to get back around guys doing this stuff, and it helps both ways. Totally. And that's that was the initial of it. It was it was the Navy training group of this area. So you just kind of found them at the pool randomly, like <laughs> just like, that's yeah, cool. that's, yeah. Because COVID right now, there's not you know a lot of the pools are shut down, so they're I don't know if they've always been in this pool. It just happened to yeah, it was literally just happened to be we we're doing sweat flipping chairs over yeah. there and I saw them and I was like, I gotta go talk to these. I was talking to someone I was like, I'm gonna go talk to them. They don't give me shit. Like, you know, we're gonna go talk to those guys. They're not gonna make it. And I was like, because <laughs> I like it. <laughs> yeah, because it's fun. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, 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 and I'm, I went and told them, I was like, after like two weeks training, I was like, hey, I'll instruct you guys for free if you come play torpedo ball with me. That was my deal. Nice. <laughs> so <laughs> That's sick. That was what we did. Yeah. Yeah, like you were saying like, yeah, the whole like mentor program, like 
I thought the Annex X was like solid, like what the Coast Guard did. Because the old program with us, like the Airman program, kind of sucked because it was so yeah. inefficient. You know, like they're just shipping people everywhere. You work like a normal job, you get qualified, BTM or whatever at a small yeah. station. And then they're like, okay, see ya. You're going to go be a swimmer now and you're never going to use these skills again. So the Annex X program mm -hmm. is legit right now. And it's still developing too. Uh, I was, I've been one of the mentors since it came out okay. um, as well. Separate from SFT or anything, yeah. you know, just on the swimmer side, working with those guys and seeing it develop from the beginning to where it's at now. And there's, I've seen some of the stuff they're still talking about coming out with. And yeah, it's, it's, I, I think there's still a little bit of gap to close, but I, I think it's much more efficient than, um, I know we had a good program. I felt like we just got lucky, I think. And I, yeah. And I think just from hearing the guys that like probably you did too when you got to A school and these guys were like, yeah, I just followed this syllabus and that was it. None of the swimmers ever worked out with me. And I was like, all right, well, I noticed you quit day three. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> or like, you did 52 push-ups on the test. And I was like, oh, you're not going to be here very long. Yeah, yeah, totally. So, yeah, we kind of lucked into having the ex-instructor show up and just get us ready yeah. pretty quickly. So definitely fortunate. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I don't think I would have been. I, I honestly, like, I think I would have failed at some sort of water con brick treading if I didn't have that before I... Before I, I only had like a month of it. I think you had way longer than that. Um, but yeah, that that was definitely the the key to my success in A school. I still can't successfully egg beat. Oh no, same. <laughs> I do. I I practice. I, still. I can do it, but hand me a brick and it's like. Yeah, I've been. I've practiced so. I just yeah. yeah I'm still doing the. <laughs> I try like the flutter kick. I just stopped doing. It. I do like the frog kick thing now, but like it's not yeah. efficient at all. Like I've been trying to work on egg beater, but. No. It's so hard. I don't know why. I, I can egg beat with, it just doesn't, I don't know. I need, I need a water polo player, I yeah. think, to close some gap in my head. That's what I tell everyone, too. Like, I'll tell guys that, though. Just go play water polo. You can make it without doing egg beat, but it's much smarter to learn it. <laughs> yeah, like you have to be way, way stupider and tougher to make it without yeah. freaking egg beating. Well, when you're 20, though, you're like, I, I can do it. Because I was even mad. I was like, dude, I'm, I don't need to do this. Like, because what the chief was telling me, he's like, I'm not going to send you A school unless you can pass this egg, this, or not egg, just like treading with the brick for a certain amount of time. I was like, it won't matter. But of course it matters. Like, it's so important. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's so important. Yeah. It's like the most important thing I could think of just because it's like, it's so, in A school, it's so torturous because you tread with the brick all the yeah. time. And like, if you can't do it, you're just, you're just I mean, you're just going to for sure quit because you're just going to be underwater the whole time. That's why I love about the new program is they get that weak exposure. Like, they just you you know what you're going into. You don't know what, at what level it's going to get to, but you you know everything you're getting. Yeah, and you can go prepare, and you get a mentor, and it's it's so much smarter. It's pretty sweet. Yeah, and you you go to a unit where you have time to train, where you're not like on a you know like I went to a cutter. Yeah, even yeah, I was uh I was in San Diego um <clears throat> on a climbing trip like a month ago, and I ended up just meeting up with some of the guys in the NXX in San Diego, and they have like a legit program because they got like I think there's like eight or nine mm -hmm. people. In, in their program so like they're just always working out together and a people like a group yeah. of nine people working out together is always better than like one or two you know because oh, yeah 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 that's how clear what it was it was cool because um miami was spread out none of the airmen were at the base with us so we, it was it wasn't as efficient um as clear what are they every airman we had worked on that base and we would have like uh once a week we'd, we'd go like do some workouts with them and stuff yeah um and i, I do like the presence they said of like this is, you know, the, took out the, any chance of hazing and like made kind of guidelines to what to do. Um, totally. I did, I did kind of tell it. You would notice though that someone would get comfortable and they would, they were kind of comfortable in that group of nine. I'm like, one or two, you guys are going to make it. And you know, I'd fly out and tell them like, 
don't get comfortable where you're at. Yeah. If you're not moving as fast as us swimmers are, like you shouldn't be comfortable. Totally. Yeah. Nor should you, even if you're that good. <laughs> yeah. Don't be comfortable at all. Like I remember, yeah, that was the thing is like, as an airman, it was just like always just feel like, like just assume you're not going to make it and just try to do everything you can. Like, I mean, obviously be confident, but like you have yeah. to put in like pretty much a hundred percent effort always, or you're just not going to yeah. make it. It's just like, you're just going to yeah. get wrecked. So if you actually think you're a swimmer working with the swimmers as an airman, you're done. <laughs> yeah. You're going to get wrecked. Or they're like, they're going like 60% cause they're like, I'm, I'm not going to school. And you're like over there putting out. Yeah. Like you're at like a max effort and they're like, yeah, I don't actually care. It's, like, I mean, it was a little confidence booster though. Like by the time I was leaving, I was beating like all the swimmers except for the, like at most workouts, except for the ones that were like, you know, maybe he's a really good swimmer. Yeah. Like just a general fitness because they're not training, you know, for, that type of body weight type, you know, that what you do for school. Yeah. So it's a little bit of a confidence booster as at the same time to they're young at you, but you're like, yeah, still beat you four times. Totally. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's always good if you're beating swimmer. So, <laughs> but yeah, so for uh North Florida tactical athlete, uh, where can people go to find that? Is it just, are you on Instagram and Facebook or what, what are all the platforms? There's so many. <laughs> so right now we're on Instagram, uh, NFTA underscore, tactical underscore athletes okay. is a Instagram handle or, you know, type in NFTA, you'll find it. Yep. Um, we do have the website, the SFTA.com while we're working on getting NFTA page to that, like a little tab, you know? So yeah. I went on the website go there. I went on the website yesterday, I think, and I was looking at it. It just said coming soon, I think. So yeah. Yeah. Sweet. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, we're, we're working on it. Um, like I said, this is literally three weeks it's, it's been a plan that's been talked about and you know a lot of it's been thought out for a long time it's just finally like being put out to everyone else to like start it because you gotta you know you gotta start at some point yeah it's like that's the hard part too yeah once you guys get rolling it's gonna be it's kind of sick yeah well some stuff you have to like kind of wait until it starts to figure out because you, you, you can play the guest game until you want but it's, you gotta kind of get into it yeah but yeah we're, we're in the jacksonville area and anyone you, it's not like a, you have to live here like you can come visit for you know if you're driving through or one of the training sessions type things yeah that's sweet yeah but yeah i think that's pretty much covers everything for what i wanted to talk about with you i definitely think maybe like in the near future we should have you back on again after you maybe after you work through a few guys work through that program that you put together i'm guessing maybe yeah. like six months from now we can check out see how it's going yeah. see how nfta is going um but yeah thanks again for coming on the show Corey, and we'll talk soon all right sounds good boom All right, that was Corey Thrift. Hope you enjoyed the episode. If you did, like I said at the beginning, and like I say all the time, go leave a rating review on the Apple Podcast page. Tune in next week for another episode of the Restroom Mindset Podcast. Talk soon. <laughs>